And we are back, and we just finished watching 2023's Renfield. Is it Renfield or Renfeld? Renfield. 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 Uh, rated R with a runtime of one hour and 33 minutes. This is directed by Chris McKay, M- bleh, Chris McKay with writing credits to Ryan Ridley. A screen story, not, I'm not sure what the difference between screenplay and screen story is, by Robert Kirkman and additional materials by Ava Tramer. This is the story of Robert Montague Renfield, exquisitely played by Nicholas Holt. He's got an interesting filmography. Yeah, I he mean, really runs the range, and it's yeah. it's funny because he's sort of like funny and sweet and kind of an action guy in this. I mean, he's definitely playing an action guy in this. I mean, Jesus, the, <laughs> the body count, the was body unreal. count was incredible in this movie <laughs> for a comedy. <laughs> Uh, yes, yes. Gratuitous violence over the top. And over the I top, enjoyed every yeah, second of it. It did not hold back. It did not. It did not. But, uh, really well done. I thought the characters were all, yeah, really, really well done. Uh, Nicolas Cage is a national treasure. Yeah. And, he and is I, completely I, hamming it up. I loved how they, they actually like mimicked a hundred percent the old universal, the old universal Dracula, Dracula movie. Like was it was it that and they just superimposed their faces on it That's because possible. it was like it was frame for frame exactly even yeah. this even the square aspect ratio yeah yeah really really well done yeah yeah great little nods uh, I'm going to go around the table and get impressions I'm going to start with you what'd you think I thought this was great I had a lot of fun we I laughed laughed the the gratuitous vibe it was it was like wacky gratuitous violence like the amount of blood pouring out of people oh, was was insane. just completely over the top and just like geysers. geysers geysers limbs being torn off heads being and torn off limbs being used as limbs being chunks. used as weapons <laughs> <laughs> just really well done like if you're a teenage like teenage boy levels of, of <laughs> violence you know this is for you yeah yeah but the nice thing was that even though it was, I, I mean, is it? I don't know if I would consider this a horror movie. I mean, I the Dracula no, no, it's, portion, it's, it's, but it's not a horror. It's it's got it's like more little of a comedy. It's absolutely more of a comedy with like action comedy shades. with horror influences. Yes, I mean he is he Dracula is doing terrible things, but everything there, there's like little jokes everywhere, and like I said, the the violence is so absolutely over the top yeah, it's ridiculous it's, yeah that guy got his face ripped off and he's just like <laughs> <laughs> amazing i mean and the other thing shout out is just i guess the overall themes yeah i mean we don't really talk about codependency do we no, but it's it's interesting it's how this is toxic framed. Toxic relationships. Yeah, toxic relationships. And it's it's funny because this is a thing. Toxic people and narcissists and taking I mean, advantage taking of Taking advantage of weaker people. And manipul- yeah. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And I loved how this, like the voiceover from Nicholas Holt, like reminded me sort of kind of, of like fight clubs, like James Norton's, or Ed, Norton. Ed Norton's. Why did I call him James? Uh, <laughs> Ed Norton's character and how it sets up the story. And I loved how when we are introduced in the beginning, it's through a self-help group. Yeah. That's like, 
like none of these things should work, and yet they do amazingly well. Yeah, the only thing I, I the only thing I, I didn't quite know, like I guess it fell on us because in the beginning it felt sort of like nobody knew what Dracula was, mm-hmm. but then towards the end it was like people knew what Dracula was. Mm-hmm. So that that was probably the only thing I would I think I would I think that would. I would have preferred if they had kept it one way or the other. Though. Like everybody had read Bram Stoker's Dracula. They knew all about Dracula or they just didn't know it all. When he tells the Rebecca character, like it's at first it seems like she's incredulous. Like you're putting me on kind of thing. Right. Because that you know what, is but kind that, of that's, a, that's the thing that led me to let me to be a little bit confused because initially, yeah, it did feel like she was just like, you're, you're nuts. Mm-hmm. But if Dracula was a fiction uh, up until now, as far as everybody believed, a fictional character, then you would be like, "Yeah, you're nuts." Mm-hmm. But if you're saying that I'm working for this guy who, this guy Dracula, you'd be like, "Well, okay, who's Dracula?" I think people know who it is, but it's just so out of the realm of the normal that you would have to be like, "What are you talking about?" I mean, he. Renfield makes she it a point. She already knows who he is because she's like, like Count Dracula. Right. But so I, she but, already knows who he is. Right. But I, I feel like he, like even in the, in the self-help groups, like he doesn't say who it is because. No, he, he, no yeah, he doesn't. He's very cagey about like giving up and he only gives enough that it would seem normal. But I'm sure as soon as people, if you had said something like, oh yeah, I work for Dracula, you would look at me like, okay, you're crazy and I need to move like five seats away from you. Right, because you you live in a world where Dracula is a fictional character. There's been movies about him, which they allude to. Allude to in the, they don't allude to the movies. They just show the, the, Well, to to him, this isn't a movie. This is his history. He's telling you that. Right, right, right. But Universal would never have made a Dracula movie. That looked like that is what I'm saying. I think you're being too literal. I'm just saying that it was one aspect of the story that I wish they would have stuck with one way or the other. All right. That was like the, probably the only thing that bugged me. That didn't bother me at all. All right. I enjoyed this. This is probably my favorite movie of the year so far. I'm really? sad that it's no. not making better numbers. This had a $65 million budget and the gross worldwide on it is under $25 mil- million. That's sad. That is very sad. People are missing out on some Yeah, people really are really, really missing out on top-notch entertainment. It is funny. It is sweet. It is kind. It is, it's, it's an interesting take on not only this particular character, because obviously, if you told me Renfield, like, I would be, what? But if you said Dracula, I'm like, oh, okay, I know what that is, right? Mm-hmm. But you don't really get from the other vantage point. And for that, have this person inhabit this world as a codependent and to kind of go through the story in that lens is just really sharp and smart writing as far as I'm concerned. It worked on all cylinders for me. I really enjoyed the crap out of this film. I would highly, highly recommend it. I'm just going to go out and say, yeah, this is my favorite film of the, of the year so far. All right. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. I mean, it's tough because we've been watching a lot of good stuff lately. Like, I really enjoyed Rylane. I really enjoyed Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, what other movie came out this year that we watched? I don't know. but The Whale? The whale. Well, that came out last year. So, yeah. but still, I saw that this you year. Saw but that this year, though. Yeah, love that too. But this is 
This is, yeah, this is top tier as far as I'm concerned. What about you, Gigi? What did you think of the film? I thought it was funny and entertaining. Did you have a favorite character? Probably Renfield. Yeah, what did you like about him? beating up the bad guys. What did you think of Rebecca's character, played by the lovely I liked her, too. I liked that she wasn't easily swayed. What do you think about the idea of being so kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? Just rigid in your morality. Because she kind of is, right? There is no gray area for her. It's either you're with me or against me. Well, I mean, she was right in that, though. She was right in that, but I'm just saying that in that scenario, it works, but that's not how human existence I mean, that sense, that point of view is like here, it's correct for her. Right. But it depends. Like there are other situations like hers, obviously, where she's correct, but other times it just depends on the people and what they're doing. Did you have, without giving too much away, G, a favorite scene? And they're gruesomely killing the bad guys. Yeah. Okay. Which yeah. one? There were so all many. Of them. Yeah. All, all of them were good. Yeah. I think I like the, the hotel. The best. Yeah. Or that was fantastic. His apartment. I, yeah. Yeah. That was just so crazy. Yeah. I <laughs> love how it sort of has like that sort of courtyard yeah. architecture where there's like different terraces and there's literally so many bodies in the courtyard that he's yeah. able to just sort of stand on top of them and raise his hand a little bit and help Aquafina down yeah. from the upper level of the courtyard. Yeah, that was a huge body count, that that yeah. fight scene alone. Olive G, what did you think of the film? That was good. Yeah, what did you like about it? Uh, the fighting. Yeah. Uh, did you have a favorite character? I really like that guy that, like, yeah, the, like it was just like, what was he, the guy that runs the therapy? Oh, him. At he was good. When, when he was just like, now we know what it's like to come back from the dead and like, uh, we can never unsee what we <laughs> saw. <laughs> and he was such a great cheerleader too, like trying to help Renfield in the beginning. Like this is your Bible and the, mm-hmm. the thing about how, how to navigate life with a narcissist and uh, just trying to give him the tools. I guess Renfield was coming to these meetings and not saying anything. Yeah. I think he was so happy that he was breaking through to, yeah. to this newcomer. Yeah. Although the other that other lady was getting upset because <laughs> somehow he always <laughs> he interrupted, always interrupted her, her when she was mid share. Yeah, uh, yeah, I love this tremendously. I cannot believe that this hasn't gotten a bigger audience. I am really disappointed in you, America, because I don't. I feel like this just did not get any kind of promotion. I mean, did it even get a wide release? It must have. I don't recall. I don't recall seeing a single commercial for this movie. I, I, it's a universal I, film. I saw the trailer, and the only reason why I saw the trailer was because I think some website just mentioned it. Like, oh, there's a trailer for the Renfield movie, and it's very bloody. I don't think Nicolas Cage was promoting it, or or Holt was promoting it, or going really? on talk shows talking about it. I don't recall any, or like seeing anything. I could nothing swear. on social media about it. I could swear. Well, I think I saw a Sunday morning, a CBS Sunday morning uh, segment with Nicolas Cage talking yeah, about this film. Yeah, but he was talking about, was it this film he was talking about or was he just doing a Sunday morning interview? I think he was doing... I think it was an was interview, it. but he briefly touched on this film. Yeah, that's that's nothing. That, yeah. That's that's not really promoting the movie. That's, that's true. That's like, hey, I'm Nicolas Cage. Oh, what, is, what do you do? Oh, I have several projects, including one where I get to play Dracula. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. What else are you doing? Yeah, that's true, I guess. That's not really promoting. Yeah. I didn't see anything with Aquafina. Yeah. 
she's not been on the interview circuit in a while, I feel like. No. I mean, she's, uh, I think her television show came back or something like that. Yeah. Look, I don't even see her promoting that. Hmm. Maybe just we just don't watch TV anymore. Maybe. Yeah. That's possible. That's entirely possible. Uh, all right. So I'm going to go around the table and get numbers. I'm going to start with you, Olivia G. One to ten. Uh, I'll give this like a 9.5. 9.5. Gigi? I'll give it a 9. I, too, will give it a 9. I want to give it a 10. Oh, it's just not, do it's it. It's not a perfect movie. What could have made this better? I told you. the Coming down one way or the other on whether Dracula Literally, really who cares? Exists. Just say your own opinion and don't let Dad's weird opinion sway you. She has a point. Yeah. She has that's, a point. That's just me. I'm just talking about me. I like having the rules set, even in a silly movie like this. Mm-mm-mm. If you think that it's not a big deal or whatever, I mean, I don't even think it's that much of a big deal. I just think it's it's just something that I noticed. What'd you give it? I gave it a nine. A nine, a nine, a nine and a half. I'm going to give this a 10. I'm going right. to stick to my guns. Go I'm going to give this a, give 10. a 10. This was a goddamn delight. This is my favorite movie of this year, of this year. I don't know how you could have made this better. It had, it. everything in it is completely in my wheelhouse. Oh, over the top violence messaging kind yeah. of a love story but not i mean it's it's it seemed like they were going to get together but then they don't which is fine i was completely yeah. like i'm completely fine with I'm that i'm glad that it's not all sappy and gross <laughs> there is action there is great bits of comedy yeah yeah i just, yeah, this, this, this was, was a lot of fun this was a lot of if fun you're, if you haven't seen it Watch it. You will be entertained, especially if you like this sort of thing. I mean, some people are turned off by overly gratuitous violence. We are not. We are not those people. So, yeah, it's entertaining. But a lot of the entertainment comes from the over the top, ridiculous violence. Like I said, limbs being torn off, heads being torn off. Blood spraying everywhere. Oh, my gosh. The head getting kicked off that guy's shoulders and comes against the car. Punched. I think it was punched or punched. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. This reminded me a lot of Violent Night that we'd seen earlier in the year with David Harbour. Yes, but far more gruesome. Far more gruesome. And I felt like funnier in a different way. I think Violent Night was a darker comedy. This was more lighthearted. Although, I I, I really enjoy just the aspect of talking about codependency. It's an it's, inter- it's an absolutely interesting subject, and it's especially not framed that, in this in this sort of crazy way. Right, and it's something that's not really discussed in movies or even I think on the daily. I feel like no, nah, there's plenty of movies about codependency. Are, d- really, like what? I can't think of any offhand, but I'm sure there are many, and but they're handled in usually a far more serious manner. Yes, 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 yes. There's not many. Uh, bloody violent comedies about, about this sort of thing. No, I mean I can't think of one. That's for damn sure. Yeah, but there are. This is this is a subject that has been broached before in movies. I'm sure there are films that have won Oscars about this this subject. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's not like they're they're treading new ground here. The the where they are treading new ground is framing this sort of subject in action comedy. buckets of blood. <laughs> yeah. So there you I go. love that sentence. Buckets of blood. I mean, I'm. Am I lying? No. The, the film literally ends with a pitcher full of blood. Yes. So yeah, there's lots of blood. Yeah, I enjoyed it though. Mm-hmm. 
All right, so 10, nine and a half, nine, nine. Absolutely. It's still in the theaters. Go see it. You have no reason not to. Yeah. It's an hour. What did I say? An hour and 33 minutes? It's perfect. not a long film. It's yeah. perfect. I mean, Shouldn't we've be. really been doing good on these like lesser timed movies. Mm-hmm. I feel like Rylane was short. I mean, Dungeons and Dragons was long. That was over two hours, but still, that was fun. But this, this was—I think I like this better than Dungeons and Dragons, even though that was really good too. But it's a different type of movie. Yeah, yeah. you're not. I, I don't. Dungeons imagine, and Dragons I, I is definitely ima- family fair. Family fair, yeah. yeah. I, I don't see this as being family fair. There is far too much mutilation occurring <laughs> for this to be family fair. Yeah, I mean, if you're a high schooler, if you're I a high like, schooler, yeah, yeah, go with this, your stupid this friends would, and go see would, this. Yeah, this. If I was in high school, this, this would is be my totally, favorite movie. Yeah, this is totally in my wheelhouse. Yes, yeah. again, from this year, Renfield rated R, one hour and thirty three minutes. Do yourself a favor if you are fun and love comedy and over the topness and just really good storytelling. I mean, I love again. I love that this aspect. That, yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, it's never been framed in this way, and I think maybe that's why I'm so excited. But it's just interwoven so nicely mm-hmm. into the larger picture. Yeah, yeah. Go see it or go rent it on one of the platforms. You can get it on Prime. You can get it on. I, th- uh, I think that's it. That's the only thing that IMDb tells me. Showtime tickets or Prime Video. So definitely, definitely go check it out. Or it's on demand too, maybe, from wherever you get your on-demand stuff from. This episode of the podcast is dedicated to my coworker and friend, Sarah B., on her birthday. Happy belated birthday, Sarah. It's such a pleasure to know you and work with you, and I hope you had a very fantastic birthday weekend. And that's it from us, and we will bid you all a... Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.